gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid. Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some games, every y'all gonna talk about it. No, Deanna, speak that shit that everybody voucher. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant. Yo, 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 welcome back to the greatest show on earth, the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I am your host, Xavier, and today I got a very, very special episode. But before we start this, before we start this episode, as usual, I would like to advise all the listeners and the watchers to please subscribe, leave a like, leave a five-star rating, leave a, leave a review, share it, all those things. I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. I'm trying to run those numbers up, y'all, so if y'all could do those things for me, like I said... I would greatly appreciate it. And getting right starts, getting right into the show. So today I got a, a very special guest, man. I've been hearing about this guy for a minute. He's doing his thing out here in Dallas. He's going yes, crazy. Y'all probably know him uh, as Dr. Rose. Rose. <laughs> Rosie. <laughs> Rosie Land. What's good, brother? How's Welcome going? to the Mr. show, Mr. Aesthetics, man. man. Yeah. It's going great. I appreciate that, man. Definitely, that. definitely, man. I see you've been doing your thing for a minute. But let's get let's get right to it, man. So for the people... Who 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 been under a rock? This might be their first time seeing or hearing you. You mind just uh breaking down, giving a quick background on yourself. My name is Jared Rosenborough from Dallas, Texas. Uh, born and raised in Oak Cliff. Uh, man, that's where I'm from, man. Bread and butter of culture, man. Like Dallas, D town. Dallas, Dallas. This is one of the things where, man, it's a blessing to even make it this far, mm-hmm. knowing that, man, where you coming from it's like, man, you don't have no idea where the hell you want to go. Facts. You just know you want to get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's all you know. I just want to get out, bro. Like, what you want to do? I don't know. I found some shit that's going to get me out. Mm-hmm. So if you make it this far and doing what I'm doing right now, it's like, it's just a blessing, man. Mm. And, so, and so how you how you get into uh, dentistry? Because I pretty, you know, people say appearance is everything. If somebody sees somebody, they might not think, oh, this guy's a dentist. You know what I'm saying? You got the nice jewelry. You know what I'm saying? You fresh to death. You don't look like the average dentist. So how where did that start? What would you just say? What? Appearance is everything. Mm-hmm. So once again, I'm in the forefront of appearance is everything, knowing that I must present my way in a position to be presentable. Mm. So I'm presentable. No matter how I catch your attention, I'm presenting my way in a way that is presented to you and you're receptive to my energy. Right? Right. So that's how I believe in. It's not what I'm wearing. It's the energy I possess. You know, so when you give it and you present it, it need to be greater, destroyed, only transferred. So you know that what I'm doing is real. So it's like they see the jury, but they see the person behind it. Mm, that's a boy. Hey, that's some game right there. So, what got you into? How did you? What got you into, into the industry? Life, life leads you in a way to where, man. Listen, I saw my brother do it, but mm. we was like, we was always in like uh, them high school programs where it leads you. I was like, man, listen, it was our way of getting out, right? So we would be smart enough to go to these UIL competitions and all this stuff. So. She dentistry was paying like, I think uh, in the summer programs, it was like 500 a week for us to go to school and learn. <laughs> who, who would not take it? Right. You know what I mean? You're in the summer, you're in the kid, you ain't got nothing but education. Hell, you ain't even got that because you're too short to hoop. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you being real. You're playing, oh, stat- being real, being you're playing real. stats now with yourself. Like, hey, man, you're too stupid. Ah, ah. <laughs> this is what you need to land on. Some, you need to be learning your smartness. So, when I was doing it, I was just following my brother around. Then, shit, I met a girl who was interested in dentistry, following her around, then, shit. So, I'm just keep on saying, hey, stick around in it. And I ended up getting into dental school, man. And it led me down this route here. Mm, that's that's crazy, though, because that's a, a career field 
that you really don't see specifically within our within our community, especially being younger than 40. Yeah. You don't really see too many dentists that you like know that's eating too, doing well for themselves. And the thing about it is you don't see it at all, right? In dental school, they used to tell you the projected careers that's going to be booming in the next five to 10 years. What was always number one and two was dentistry. Guess what they say? If you want to uh, confuse a black person, you put something in a book. You know, we was reading stuff like that. I was reading stuff like that, but I was in a school setting knowing that everything was trending towards healthcare. You know, what's another one field that's going on right now? You know, diagnostic labs and stuff like that. Why? Because the disease is out there and stuff like that that people don't know about that I'm investing in, right? Mm. So it goes from saying that, no, life's trended towards healthcare. And that's what it's always been kind of towards. But when you're a minority, you not really don't know in healthcare because you can't afford it. Mm. All you really can afford is Medicaid. Right. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it, was, it was like, shit, my, I love science too. So my science did a, in a love for just, like, I'm a nigga that love philosophy, right? History, philosophy, all that, like, the stuff that it grinds me because I love talking and deep thinking, man. So that all led to me just saying, like, you know what? Dentistry would be a great career, you know? It would be a great career because I get to be myself, I get to meet people, and I get to expose the one percenter to this, you know? Literally, like, one percent, like, you literally can't tell me a, a black dentist in your family. You know, it isn't to now we started trending upward. But yeah, like at first you really didn't know any black dentists. That's right. So yeah, so I just take it on and like, hey, it's a challenge, but hey, I present myself in a nice light and give the right energy. Right. Like, again, once the energy is saying, hey, I'm presenting this in a way to say, hey, you can be receptive to my people. Okay. And how, how long do you have to go to school to become a dentist? Man, the traditional route is you go to school four years uh, undergrad, then you go another four years of uh, grad school. Grad school is dental school. But you have to take tests in between to get there. So, and that's the most difficult thing about, like, these courses because you're competing. Like, it's always a competition. So, if you be like, but be like, oh, man, it's never, everyone wins. Like, nah, man, I'm sorry. Life is not like that. Everyone don't win. But you must learn how to take your wins as a learning lesson. And you must make take your losses as a learning lesson and lose in humility and win humility. You know, because life will humble you every step of the way. Right, that's right. Like, go humble your ass, man. No matter how much you think you got it going and you figured it out, it give you another test. You say, Every hey, time. you know what I mean? It give you another test. And she, and we, and I, I think I tell him, man, you learn from pain. Because if that's the case, if we didn't learn from pain, we'll be always okay with someone dying. <laughs> you know? Oh, because you, we used to dying. We used to death, right? Mm -hmm. We know death is going to happen. Every time someone dies, someone's like, man, you're going to be okay. Like, yeah. But it wasn't but, your person that right. I knew that died. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're going to always learn from our pain or seeing someone that we love pain. So, it all just boils down to, like, the energy you possess and knowing how to, like, saying, hey, if I want to make sure that I attract the right people, I must put out the same type of slogan. I want good people around me. You know, and be staying firm on the boundaries I set and go along with everything I'm doing. So I know we come to this podcast talk about millionaire mind frame, but that's the millionaire mind frame is abundance, right? We want abundance. Millions will come when you put the right people around you, but you only can achieve abundance if you have a structure. And learning a structure is what helps everything flows. 
because abundance is the overflowing. That's game. You know? Mm-hmm. But, but I, I, I want to uh, keep going on that for a second, but I, but I want to take a step back and ask you, because I know you have your own firm now. So, like, what's the what's the steps to go? Because I'm pretty did you start off working in another? Uh, yeah. So, me, I'm a, uh, like, and that's the whole point about wins and losses, right? Yeah. Yep. You can, you learn from pain, but if you're smart enough, you can learn from somebody else's losses. Mm, you don't have, meaning you don't have to actually go through it. Exactly. So that's why I want to work on another dentist mm. because I want to learn from his losses. You can always learn from about some wins, but no, it's the pain that you recognize in somebody else's face that really like, oh, I can't, I don't want to go through that shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Because you can learn from your pain. That's it's right. going to hurt. But I'm going to learn from That's your it. pain to see and where you fucked up because it hurt. And they, uh, I read somewhere that that's the, um, that's the measure of someone with true intelligence. Instead of them have to go through some bullshit, yeah. they can watch somebody else go through it and learn from it so they don't personally have to experience that. Exactly. So that's a lot of wisdom on your part. So how long did you stay there before you uh, went on on your own and lost your own? Man, I tell you everybody, man, I learned a lot. I learned everything from good to bad, but just is why I learned the game wisdom. So I stayed there for like a year. Then I took a uh, then I took a contract out in the country where I found out a lot about myself. I mean, I just moved out some, but the contract was good. It was a good money. It was like I tell you all the time, man. Dentistry is one of the fields where if you're in for the right reason, you can make money. But I took a contract. And, man, it moved me to the middle of nowhere. Like, I think that was uh, West Texas. I was in Graham, Texas for, like, a year. I like, hell nah. <laughs> man, hell, man. Have you ever been out there in the nope. country, man? Nope. Shit, no. I don't care what nobody say. Man, listen, I was driving and literally seen deer pop out. No, man, that ain't for me. Waking up in the morning and seeing deer outside in your front yard, man. Nah, <laughs> hell no. Give me back to the give me back to the city. I'm city boy. <laughs> Shit. So I like, yep. And I said I just gonna go. And I was doing a lot of Medicaid patients. Something I said I wasn't gonna do, man. I like, yep. God damn it. Hey, but I had to go learn shit. Mm, I mm. took it, the money, and the money made me say, "Hell nah, man! I go take less in my city, man." Mm, that's crazy, yo. <laughs> and you, but I, I want to uh, touch on something else you talked on. You talked about learning from other people's um, losses, like you know, the wins can teach you a lot, but the losses can teach you a lot too. So I want to ask you for for the watchers and the listeners, so they can learn from you. What is something that you would say was your biggest L that you took? Going too fast. What do you mean by that? Man, listen. I'm a firm believer in structure takes time to build. Say it again. Structure takes time to build. Right, right. But when you're going fast because you're a visionary, you'll think that everyone around you is keeping up, but you got to work in reality too. That's a lot of things that visionaries don't do sometimes. They don't work in reality. And reality is God moving people. He may move in you too. You may have a vision, but he moving people. So people's lifestyles may affect the way your timetable may be derived. You know what I mean? I can give you a prime example this morning. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to be here on time. But one of my dentists uh, missed her flight. So I had to compensate for her and go in and work today. You know mm. what I mean? So, and that's how it's not saying it was her fault. Right, right, right. I had to get a haircut, but my barber had to go to a show yesterday. So he couldn't come to me at night. So I had to go, boom, I thought I was getting my haircut. I really wasn't getting my haircut. My haircut ended up being right, a little bit right before this appointment. And I had seven minute window 
to get here on time. And I still didn't get here on time. But, and that's why I always say, listen, we still showed up prepared and ready to get right on this thing, yep. right? Yep. So, I would say, a half-ass on time is made way much worse than a great late. A great, that's <laughs> a fact. Oh, that, <laughs> so, when it comes back down to me rushing, right? I had to sit down and say, hey, you're moving too fast because God working people and you don't have the right stuff around, the right people around you right now to pick up in that mountain because you're trying to overcompensate over here. But when you lean over here, this one get affected over there. So you must always lean towards your weakness and your weakness is you must grow. So when you're leaning towards your weakness is saying, hey, if I grow in these areas, which means I will learn discernment to start putting the right people around me. To figure it out too as long as me as I grow. Or you will start putting people in the right position to learn how to grow. You know what I mean? So that's why I said that was my biggest thing was not listening. Not listening to life around me. Like every like everything could tell you, the season tell you. Like everything could tell you, the landscape will tell you what's going on. So you gotta listen too. So everyone <laughs> everyone thinks, oh, we're bosses. No, we are being <laughs> in control by somebody. Like, everyone works for someone. Yep. If you're a boss, you mean you work for the consumer. You know, I got to listen to you and see how much I need to give back the information, analytics to try to give the best product once again, you know, to put it back out there for this, the consumer to embrace what I'm giving. If that don't work, I got to go back in the lab and start working again to see. But I'm always working because I want to keep on being great and making something great for my people too as well. So, but you only can learn it when you get the right feedback. You know, you can deep. You can deep. I, I I like that. And something something just popped up in my head because I know this is something that um being in dentistry, I know people want to gonna want to wonder this because with dentistry, veneers are extremely popular right now. Yeah, everybody getting them, and there are, <laughs> you'll see a lot of uh video people making videos talking about the pros. People making videos talking about the cons. But with you being an expert here, I want to ask you, um, in your in your opinion, your perspective. What are those? Because I said I, I even seen because I was thinking about getting them at one point, and I seen videos people talking about their teeth rotting under their veneers and all that kind of stuff. So just break that down. Just basically the science I'm behind break veneers. Break it down in the simplest version ever. Your teeth rot. Period. If they rot it before the veneers, what makes you think? And you don't change your habits. You don't change your habits, what makes you think that these second set of teeth is gonna last you? You're right. You destroy what God gave you first. Or life destroyed it, not even you. Right, life. Because you can learn a lot about people based off their teeth. You can learn about what they go through, their hardships, their trauma, everything. Just by looking at their teeth. Mm -hmm. You learn a person who truly smiling, a person who know how to smile through pain. You just a person who had to overcome through smile. You can see a person who fake smiles just because their teeth don't look right. You can see so much, right? So I tell people, all right, you want me to guarantee that no decay pops back up in your mouth. <laughs> I can't do it. I gave you these. God gave you the first set. I gave you the second one. I ain't nowhere near that man. <laughs> you Damn, know what I mean? You're I ain't, right. ain't nowhere near that man. You're right. So if you want me to be real, you got to change your habits too as well. You got to change your habits because once you invested in this, you basically get your confidence back. So now you got to change your habits because guess what? 
hey, I didn't lead you 20 years down this route. And I couldn't change it in 20 years worth of time. You only gave me two to three months, two to, three months. to change it, right? Sometimes two to three weeks change it. So with that said, since I came in and medicated and did this, you got to come back and make sure you do the checkups and make sure it stays well. So the first thing don't happen to you the second time. Mm. So it's all about education. Now. That is. That's the thing. We're dentists. We're not educating enough to let people know, like, we're not perfect. I'm sorry. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. No, I'm not perfect, man. I can't. But we can work in this together. Mm, I like that. And what, what are your thoughts on, because a lot of times people will say, man, veneers in the States, they too expensive. Now you got people taking these trips overseas, going to get veneers for $5,000, $10,000. Because we're regulated. That's the thing. Who's the outcrying coming from? Black people. Mm-hmm. Not knowing these black dentists are regulated. <laughs> you know? And it's still margins you have to meet. Right. It's still all those things. It's still guidelines from ADAs and these uh, these people who control things or where we get our products from and all this stuff and what we can do. And just based off the pathology of these uh, instruments that we use and all this stuff, man. Like, it's so much stuff. That's why I said... When we, when African Americans, not just African Americans, when when our culture gets into this field of, I know golds were one thing, right? Jewelers did golds, right? But we're dealing with dentists now. We're dealing with black dentists sometimes. We're dealing with doctors. So, just because we say one thing's over there, maybe a price like nah, <laughs> not here. These dentists go to school for four or five years. Uh, in eight years, when you go through all that and gain about five hundred thousand worth of debt. The game to be told. I mean, sold, not told, right? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. We say that all the time. Yeah. Until it comes to a black person in business. You're talking, you're talking facts, bro. So. Everybody expects you to just give it away for free. Yeah, but hey, no. It's the hardship you gain. Guess what? It's the pain. Now you're saying, oh, don't sell your soul. But shit, I went through all this pain. I must get something back from it. Mm. Think right. about it. You're right. Like, people don't think, like, nah, man, this man went through 10 years of schooling, of being in classes with no one his race sometimes. Mm-hmm. Having to wake up, go to sleep, get laughed at. Like, all this stuff, and people don't sit back and think, like, nah. You went through too much to just short hand Exactly. So it's it's other people that went through. Not just, yeah. I, I speak for a lot of doctors. Like, it's other people, man. It's other black dentists that people be like, oh, yeah, man. You made it out the hood, but say sometimes when you make it out the hood, you want to go back to your people because, man, shit, it was hard making it over there. I want to go back comfortable. But right. you, God put you in a position to be uncomfortable all the time because he made you for a reason, get out for a reason. So, man, are, are we getting deep? And wh- what would you uh, say so for the, somebody that's listening and watching this, they've been thinking about getting veneers. What should they be looking for in a doctor or or what should, what should be the blueprint for them? Because there's a lot of people out here that's – Obviously, you know, you got great doctors and you got terrible doctors. So what should they be looking for? Man, listen, I I, I think you should look, look for one that gives you a good feeling, you know, because, man, it's one of the things where it's hard to be perfect. Facts. Like, and people are coming in wanting perfection because people are, I was reading uh, about the age of the aesthetics and that we're living in now. Is about everyone are starting to you know the golden ratios of beauty. 
What and you mean by that? It's it's a ratio of what you look like and how your face is proportional and structures and yeah. your face broken down to thirds and fifths and how every uh spot align in precision. And now we're we pushing the limits of it. You know, we're trying to be perfect. You know, there's no perfection because perfection is only perspective. You know, there's no perfection when it comes to beauty mm. because it's truly in the eyes of beholders. So people have to start feeling good, right? You must start feeling good and you got to go to a place that makes you feel good. And you also got to go to one that has, I would say, a good portfolio in different cases and um, knowing how to. I just treat treating certain cases because some people some people come with a lot of work like that some people just need a lot of goddamn work and people got to have patience now so it comes with education it truly comes back start with educating mm. so it, people got to first do their homework and, and literally no this is not a freaking car wash or a mechanic and you can't what's the price what's the, we don't know we don't know because we haven't saw your mouth right and that's another thing right. man listen you need x-rays and all this stuff to see what everything going on. You know, I can't just give you a price, just give you a price. How much is it going to cost? I, that's when we confuse where we kind of being too real in the dental culture. We're like, yeah, we make this so much homeboy, homeboy. Like, nah, we really got to get your exam and literally sit down and see how much it is. Because if a person can quote you without at least looking at your mouth and seeing if you got periodontis, mm. uh, like gum disease and like all that stuff, man, you just... You gotta go through the work, man. You gotta go. Through you, the gotta work. Go, you gotta put the work in, man. Put the fucking work in, dog. <laughs> Shit. Pay, pay attention. Pay attention. And I, I also want to talk about this because I, when I was reading up on you, I seen you did uh, Summer Walker, Teeth, Amari Cooper, uh, Funny Marco, a lot of a lot of celebrities <laughs> saying. And yes, I, sir. Yeah, and I see they uh, you doing six figure months, and so you just like I said, being a dentist and doing that, this is like extremely dope to me. And I want you to break down like the business structure to how you even get to that point where you're doing six figure months as a dentist. I would say it is all the same. And this is how you realize, hey, life is numbers. Yes, man. Like, and that's when you get art and structure balance, art and structure around. Someone who can balance a creative brain. That's it. Structure, balance, creative brains, artistic. And it's all about numbers, right? So you, when you almost get to the point of, the game's slowing down. And I feel like that's when you've done a lot of work, which means you put a lot of hours in, right? Numbers. Put a lot of hours in to get to the point of the game slowing down. That's when Jordan and Michael and Kobe, and they would say, man, the game gets to the point of slow to me. I saw it move. Yeah. I saw it move. All right? And that's what point it came to me in dentistry, to where I saw it move, to where I, I can start controlling a lot of things, and I can start thinking outside the box and start putting a little balance in my life. Because it, it became not an autopilot, but a, a, a consistency for me. You know, and consistency came in knowing sure that the marketing, right? Man, listen, I don't even tell people that it's ways you market with it, but it be genuine. So, you know, I used to tell people, man, I'm one of the biggest actors no one know about. Why? Because Rose Aesthetics, Rose Aesthetics <laughs> everywhere, and no one know that. I'm in the game of health and wellness. All I gotta do is look good. My teeth look good for me. So guess what's my, ooh, you got your teeth done, you look nice. You got a tooth on this tooth on your necklace looks nice. What is that? I'm Dr. Rose. 
I'm a dentist. So you so, always marketing. And I don't, because I'm really real. Mm. So that's when the game slowed down. When, wait, wait, you're really real. So you just have to be yourself all the time. If people are like, oh, man, how you? Who are you? I'm me. I'm everything. I'm everything. Like, literally, if someone asks me, oh, you know how to rap? Yes, I do. I'm one of the hardest rappers. Yeah, I Why? see you rapping. Because I have the biggest, like, I have the biggest voice. And I say I know structure, I know art, and I know science. Which means I know how to literally, metaphorically speak about science, spirituality, and real life. And still combine it in one. But God told me, you must use that for good purposes. Because a lot of people can't literally talk a lot of science like you. But a lot of people can't talk a lot of streets like you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people can't go in the business world and talk like you as well. So, what you gonna do? You're gonna wait, you're gonna sit back and think and have patience. Just have patience now. Now I operate in patience. That's what we was talking about all the time. Like patience. And man, like, and you realize like shit, life is incredible to really be you. And I'm being real by saying that shit. Because I get to do everything. I get the lyrics say, yes, my name is Dr. Jerry Rosenberg. I'm from Oak Cliff, Dallas, Texas. And I got to say, Rose, you're rapping Dennis. And I get to say, I'm philanthropy too. So I get to literally talk and be me, man. So it's like, shit, nah, I ain't marketing. Be me. When you see me out, shit, some days I may look rough. And I'm going to get so he said, yeah, yeah, I look rough today. I'm going to say a good ass joke, your ass. You're going to knock your ass <laughs> off balance. You're going to laugh the whole way. Hey, you're not. No, I threw your ass off with the joke and the truth at the same time. Yeah, go, go, get away from me now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and when you know crowd control and tone, hey, I'm, I, I said, I'm, one, and I'm one of the biggest actors no one know about because I get to market me. And I tell people all the time, I'll be, be quiet when I talk about this. I get that. I'll be my own marketing. So I'm a distributor of my service. The marketer and the producer, because I get to write it. I get to write my story and I get to draw on teeth. Damn. I'm so <laughs> mm. I want I want to um talk about this because I know um reading up on your story and I remember even hearing about hearing about this, uh you going through was getting shot. You might just if you if you mind sharing just talking about that, because I like I said, I remember hearing about it. It was like all over the media. Then this is before I even moved to Dallas, hearing like a dentist got shot. I'm like, damn. Man, first of all, I wasn't the first dentist that got shot. <laughs> Shout out to the first one. Oh, it wasn't me, man. God damn it. Actually, I'm actually cool one of the first ones. <laughs> but no, man, listen. I tell people all the time, man. Life is life, dog. Shit. God never said it wasn't going to rain on you. Right. He said, but now I deal with the shit. <laughs> it's going to rain on the just and unjust. That shit taught me. It wasn't the pain that taught me, though. It was the pain of someone else. Because I knew I was going through stuff. I knew I was going to go through shit. Man, listen, when life gives you some shit, good shit, it's just, no, a, a lot of other shit comes with it. But I had to learn that discernment power, you know, because life had, at that point, I would say, life gave me a lot of things, man, that I, God, man, has blessed me with so much shit I can never be mad and, you know what I'm saying, triple about. So at that point, man, I was getting blessed. I was talking about buying this, this, this. I'm buying a skyscraper. Man, listen, I was saying I want to buy everything, man. He said, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Hold on, you tripping. You tripping. You didn't get this far wanting to buy things. You know what I mean? You didn't get this far wanting to buy. You get this far going to give things. You know? So, and you saw really the blessing comes from giving. 
The best thing you can give me is a prayer. That's a bar. Serious. <laughs> it's the best thing you can ever give me. Mm, and I, I want to ask you this, with that being said, because I see you, you uh, you're definitely a spiritual man. And I was going to ask, where did that come from? Were you always like this, or was it a series of events that led to this? I, I argue philosophy. Listen, Philos I'm, okay. I'm, I'm a philosopher. Like, people okay. don't know me. You really think about this dude, like, you with my high school philosophy, uh, like, historian, man. Listen, I was big into because, man, if, if people don't understand, one thing is people are like, oh, I don't believe in the Bible, but you believe in history. History is a book of spirits. It's a book of spirits of how to defeat wars. Mm hmm. Spiritual, spiritual, war. so like literally think about war. if you talk about the uh, the Celtic, the Celtic Holocaust, if you start talking about all these other ways of seizure gain reign and all these ways of Rome, the emperor of gain weight, those same type of fails of or oh, how the Indians lost because they had years of plague way before the the uh, Europeans came over, all those sound like the Bible, stories in the Bible of how people did these and did that and did this to avoid conflict, but still find the inner God in themselves to say peace lies within. So you wake up every day and it goes back to what we talked about earlier. You think you are in control, but control is knowing that you're not in control, but you must learn how to react in a way to where you don't show your darkness because you know what's over there. So that is the true, true control, knowing that, hey, you know what? If I go outside and it's a building fall right there in my way, I must know how to get around it now. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm, that's deep. And that's why I, I fucked myself this morning thinking I had my day planned out. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked myself this morning. I thought I had it planned out. I just, hey, uh, what's her name? Uh, flight. Uh, she missed a flight. Oh, shit. God <laughs> damn. Uh, your barber, he didn't show up. Like, ah, God, man, listen. Oh, you really do got to do a root canal on this patient. And you have to go do this, prep these teeth on this patient. Yeah. <laughs> it started hitting me like that. Mm. But also, hey, uh, you know, you still got to, you're you working hard. So you, you overcompensate yeah. by working hard, right? You're working hard to get back on time. And then you get over here and you still went on time. But I was prepared because when I was working, I was listening to your podcast. Mm. You know? And that's preparation right there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's still on point. And, and, and regardless of that, I want to say this, because I, because I, like I said, I could tell you extremely a deep thinker, and and with deep thinkers, I love having conversations with them. That's why I'm like speaking to you, listening to you. I'm like, we got to do a part two, just because <laughs> we, we we were short on time with this one. We got to do we got to do this again real soon, so we could go much deeper and much much deeper in the conversation. But I want to ask you like this before wrapping up, just for like, because I know you could get some words to wisdom to people that's listening. For somebody that's in a situation where they feel like. They low on, uh, uh, their spirit is low. They feel like they're at a place where you, they can't climb out of, they stuck in a rut, but they look at people like you or you for inspiration. What's your best piece of wisdom and advice you got for them that they could take on right now, wherever they at? If you stuck in between, stuck in between, you stuck in between because you're not realizing that you, you see a reason to be sad and not two reasons to be happy. Damn. You know? Let me play devil's advocate real quick, just for the sake of conversation. So, like, because I, I believe that as well. And then you got people that be like, man, well, 
everything I'm going through, I ain't got no reason to be happy. Everything everything I'm going through is messed up. I ain't got nothing positive in my life. What would you say to that person? I'm going to say this right here. That's where you gain wisdom and learn life. Because everything you're going through is truly a test. It's truly a test. But it depends on what consequence you want to play out. You know, literally, I was when, when life gives you struggle and you're fighting against it, Sometimes you got to let God happen or he's going to sit you down. Right? He's going to sit you down every time until you keep on battling. Oh, you're fighting the same battle again. He's going to sit you down until, guess what, the ultimate expiration date because you didn't learn. And you must learn how to be in control. Even when you're really not in control. Exactly. Because when you can in control, you know that I know the good and I know the bad. I know how far I can take it, and I know how I can let it go. But you would never know if you got two reasons to be sad and not four reasons to be happy. Because you got to always fight that much. Oh, they tell us, you got to be twice as better. Ten mm -hmm. That's what it is. Because it's the mental game that we grow up, that we wired with. Mm. So you got to find a way to rewire and people are like, I oh, think because if I don't, I will let those other sides of me. So I must know that, hey, no, you operate in control. Operate in balance. Have fun, but no, like, hey, too much fun is not good. Because they always say, take things in moderation. You're right. And that's what it is. So I would say, hey, when you get a blessing, you ration it out, you know, and that, hey, it may not come again. So let me spread this blessing out. I'm serious because I watch shows like hunting shows, Naked and Afraid. The first thing you do when you get a kill is pray yep. because they thank God that they saw, sent something their way and they had the expertise to where yep. that moment slowed down. They let spirit take over and make the kill. So you must pray. When you pray, you know that, hey, I'm praying for God for delivering this to me. And I'm also praying that I may not ever go again because all those nights I went starving, I was down there in my wits end. So people that are going through it, a blessing coming. You just got to know when that blessing come, ration it out. Don't give it to the people that ain't supposed to have it. And you keep a little bit for yourself. Keep a little bit for yourself. Store something up for the next time and give it to the right people. Because those, when you plant seeds of those blessings, it's going to make it multiply. Oh, man. Like I, like I said, hey, we about to do parts. It, it, I got some other stuff I want to go real deep on. But like I said, we, <laughs> we were short on time today. So we definitely about to do a part two soon. But before I let you go, I want to say I definitely appreciate you coming on and get and drop these gems. But before I let you go, do you mind plugging all your stuff where people can find you, follow you, everything? And I know you're doing a giveaway right now, too. So I'm doing a giveaway. Manifestyoursmile.org. What is manifestyoursmile.org? We are giving us for a way a smile for those who physically and emotionally traumatized. Not only just men, women, and kids. Everyone is physically emotionally traumatized out there. Why? Because we all believe in aesthetics too goddamn much. You ugly, <laughs> motherfucker. But still, though, at the end of the day. I want to help someone smile. So log on to manifestyoursmile.org. It's a giveaway attached to it. We have merch. We have one of the biggest brands in the industry right now called Rose Aesthetics. And we have a new album. And we have a digipack attached to that album called Flight 717. Download the motherfucker because it sounds good. Man, I keep on bumping that bitch every day. My favorite song is all of them. <laughs> Shit, you got me fucked up <laughs> if you don't think it is. So download the digipack Flight 717. On all streaming platforms, log on to manifestyoursmile.org. Woo!
Rose. Tell them where to follow you at too. Oh, you follow me on drrose.ilive.rose.aesthetics. Drippy Dennis. Drippy Dennis. Rosie Rose. You know what I'm saying? Just follow me everywhere. Shit, man. Log on to the website, man. Follow me on them damn things. It's a giveaway coming. Up to about $40,000 with the new smile, man. Like, this is one of the things, man. Don't have a big ego attached to it. Facts. Do it, man. Shit. Everyone want to smile. <laughs> y'all, yeah. Hey, y'all heard the man. Y'all want that to smile? Y'all definitely tap in. You guys can follow me on all platforms at Xavier C. Miller, uh, at official Xavier Miller. And y'all can follow me on the Mindset page on all platforms. Like I said, this part one, we're going to do part two real soon. Part so two. make sure y'all stay, stay tapped in. This is all we got for this episode. See you guys next episode. Peace. Hey. You gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people. If you know they solid, elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some games, every y'all gonna talk about it. No, Deanna, speak that shit that everybody vouches. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant.